Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome to the rundown. Uh, this is a special, special version today. This is, uh, some people like to call this uh, Valentine's Day, but this is the uh, single, single individuals only rundown today that you're getting where we get to talk about I'll this. Speak Okay, I, I will speak for you though. Um, but this is, uh, you know, we're going to talk about this really awesome game uh, that the Knicks played today with their totally healthy team, um, where they lost one eighteen one hundred to the Magic. Uh, before we get started, Bet Online continues to be our number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year, with up to the minute odds, stats, and trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And we're going to use promo code BLEAV, BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. Um, yeah, the Knicks lost a basketball game today to the Magic, in which Paolo Boncaro made the most absurd level of threes that he's capable of. He made all of them, it felt like. I think he actually missed one at some point, so that was cool. Um, Jalen Brunson is very good. Precious Chua is a quality rotation piece. Um, I don't really have many more takeaways from this game than that. I There are a lot of people, and I'm sure there are a lot of people on Twitter and our Discord, that are shitting on Alec Burks. Like, I just I don't know what to tell you because, yeah, Alec Burks sucked tonight. Uh, I still believe that he's a good three-point shooter and i am fine with having him as like the ninth man in the rotation which is what he will be when this team is healthy but tonight he was the second option on a team that was i mean the spacing for this team today was out of like 1995 legitimately they were playing three non-shooters in basically every single lineup um and they even trotted out no joke a Taj precious uh, Jacob Toppin front court out at one point to start the fourth quarter. Yeah. If you want to take away, if you want, if you really want to analyze and make main take and have major takeaways of guys from this game, I, I guess that's fine. Like we know that Alec Burks is not a second option. You know how we know this? Because we saw it. We, we already knew this two years ago when we traded him. Uh, we know that Josh Hart is not capable of, upping his usage credibly, which he proved again tonight. We know that he's not a second or third or probably even a fourth option. We know that he can't consistently hit a three. We know what these guys are good and not good at. So to make any sweeping judgments or assessments of these players, especially under these conditions, when we know for sure this is not even remotely close to what the team's ecosystem will be when you get Randall back, when you get OG back, when you get Hartenstein back, Mitch, Bogdanovich even, like – they were just at DiVincenzo, you know, like you're out six guys who are going to be in your rotation at full strength, probably. I, I don't know. And I, I, if you want to take Mitch out, cause he's like more of a long-term thing and he's been out for a while, that's fine. But still that's five guys. Like it, it, out of your rotation, that's what, how much, how many points per game is that? How many, how much of your usage is that? Um, it, it is what it is. Like, I don't know. I, I was definitely, you know, into the game while it was going on, but it's really hard for me to get very upset with guys for not, for being as limited as I always thought they were. 
the fact that you were into this game is a testament to your fortitude and your dedication to the Knicks fan base and to the Knicks program because I was a couple libations deep. I'm not going to lie to you. You can be a couple libations deep and be into the game, buddy. Yeah, I'm still learning. It's called being being an adult. It's called I'm still figuring out this whole thing. Um... Yeah, this like you, there's nothing to take away from this game aside from the fact that Preston Chuba might be Julius Randle reincarnated. I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> we were running out the G League squad. It it doesn't matter. I don't have any sweeping reservations about Alec Burks off of this game, or um, I'm not worried about like can Josh Hart do more than podcast and Braid is here. I just. Like, I figured they would lose this game. The first quarter was kind of a fake out, and then they went on a 17-0 run, and they was like, all right, what can you do? Like, Todd yeah. gets got hurt setting a screen, man. Like, this game was not meant to be. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what it is. Todd Gibson got hurt setting a screen. Also, by the way, if there is... Todd cannot be on the roster. Like, he, he can't. I'm sorry. They cannot give him a contract for this year. He's not... He's not even capable of giving them minutes. Like he's not even capable of giving you five minutes anymore. Like he's just not. And I and I'm not losing my mind that Leon like that this is who they signed on a second 10 day. Um because I, I just think that like, you know, getting too upset about that, considering they're probably, you know, that you're working the deadline. You're working all these things that are higher up the priority chain than, oh shit, like Hartenstein hurt his Achilles. Now we need to go get a fucking fifth center. Because somehow three of ours are hurt because Sims was out at the time with an illness. Like it's all very weird stuff going on. Um, your front court's so depleted. Like I'm not going to lose my mind about it. But Dodge, it's been wonderful. Uh, he cannot be on this roster moving forward. He's just so clearly not an NBA player anymore. He hasn't scored a point. I don't think in any of these games that he's actually played in. So. I, I I really don't know what to say. His defense is not good anymore. Um, he just can't play. So they just got to find like they're probably still going to be a little under under underhanded. Um, or sorry, undermanned, I should say, uh, when they come in from the break. But like they they got to just find somebody who can just just fucking play a little bit. I mean, we'll see how the buyout market develops. But like I, I don't even give a shit who it is at this point. That. He just, it, it, even if it's not a big, I don't care. Just get somebody who can play actual NBA minutes. It, it, watching him right now is like, it, it's, it is as many have said and many have joked. It is like elder abuse. Like, give him a sign him up to be, <laughs> sign him up to be a, an assistant coach. I would love him as an assistant coach. He cannot play in the NBA anymore. It's just sad to watch. Yeah, it, it, it's over for him. Unfortunately, we will always remember the two blocks in Giannis on Christmas Day, but. Uh, he's going to be running the Brooklyn Bridge every day at 5 a.m., um, enjoying the peace and quiet for a while. He's he's just not an NBA-level player anymore, which is sad to see. But you know what? Great career. Um, well, yeah, it's a great career. Yeah. Um, Matt Anello says they're solace in knowing they're a very good team and healthy, but in the meantime, this sucks. LOL. Yes, that is that is correct. Uh, John Leary, I am so frustrated trying not to overreact, but this team is so good when they're healthy and we literally lost more than half of the rotation. Just horrible luck. Swept by the Magic is gross. It is gross. I also take solace in the fact that we basically did not have our actual version of the team 
in any of the games that we played Orlando this year. So whatever. I don't think it says that much. Actually, I think I, I would guess right now with after the trade and assuming we're at full health and be precious being good, um, we're probably better equipped equipped to deal with the magic than we we were prior to the season starting. Um, I'll say that. Um, Chris Bernard, realistically, you're asking a lot of guys to play way above their depth, and the only one who can currently is Precious. Who's the best player in the league named Precious? No question about that. <laughs> he is definitely the best player in the league named Precious. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Yeah, can't deny that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just – I'm happy the All-Star break is here. I think the team needs it, obviously, with all the injuries they have. And just, dude, get some of these guys rest. Like, Josh, I, like, shout out to Tibbs today. I mean, not that I, I mean, his rotations are what they were. Like, I, if you want to bitch about Tibbs' rotations tonight, you can go for it. I, I'm not going to participate because he has, he had eight guys. Taj got hurt at the first play of the fourth quarter. So basically, it's seven for the last five minutes. Like, he, he just, there's no rotation you can work out that was going to be good. Like, it, it is what it is. Um, but he, Sat Brunson, what I think at the was that at the eight minute mark, seven minute mark, something like that in the fourth quarter. Thank God, uh, he got him four minutes of rest in the first quarter, which I was genuinely stunned by. Um, then he he sat hard. Did Hart sit the entire fourth quarter? I think so. Yeah, so he only played thirty minutes tonight, which is good. So you know that's that's fine. Um, those are basically the only two guys that I guess Precious too, but Precious was just like. He, I, I just he doesn't have a lot of minutes on his body based on his entire season. Obviously he's been racking them up lately. And the next he's got a week off, he'll be fine. Um Burks, he he's just he was out there. It doesn't really matter. Burks is gonna play like 15 minutes a night max when we're at full strength. So I genuinely just not that worried about it. Um yes. Uh <laughs> Jason Arvalo says time for touch grab a clipboard. Hawkeye 420. Burks shooting like shit is annoying. Uh, and then Paolo shoots like he has Curry in his last name. Shooting variance is always conveniently high versus us. I agree. Paolo always shoots well against us. That that entire team always shoots well against us. It's very, very fucking annoying. Yeah, I I don't know why the Magic suddenly turned into like this really good offense against us when they're like the 23rd ranked offense in the fucking league. It's well, tonight I have a theory on it. I mean, tonight I just thought. Yeah, I don't care about the rotations. I just didn't understand anything about how we were defending them tonight. Like, we played drop the entire game. Just trap them! They can't yeah. dribble! They can't dribble. I, I did not understand that at all. Uh, I didn't, like, this is a classic team, classic game where throw a zone out for a few minutes, see what happens. They'll probably piss their pants for a little bit. Um, but I don't know. It was just a very, very, like, they kept running these four or five pick and rolls and then they kept having precious go under. It was just, it's like, just fucking switch it. Like that is the entire benefit. If you get some benefit of playing precious and Sims together, that should be the benefit. The benefit should be that you can just switch their matchups. And in general, you can switch them out onto the perimeter against various guys and to not utilize that at all. And just, complicate things it's like i don't know I, I thought that was a very weird decision especially because okay you do it in the first half fine you come on in the second half and then just keep doing the same thing is just fucking bananas to me i don't know i i didn't get that that that's if i were to criticize tibbs that would be my main criticism for it but like i am also of the opinion that this game kind of doesn't matter because 
this road like it's like I'm sure this is what Grizzlies fan. I thank God we're not like a Grizzlies podcast doing like Grizzlies post game shows because I don't know what the fuck I would talk about after every game this year. Where I'd just be like, I don't even know who this guy is, um, but he looks okay. Like I I don't know. And tonight was like, how many of these guys are just not even going to be in the rotation when everybody's healthy or playing significantly reduced roles? Right, Jericho Sims not in the rotation. Precious Achua probably not in the rotation. Or maybe not in the rotation. We will see. Deuce McBride, not in the rotation. Alec Burks, very reduced role. Josh Hart, very reduced role. Uh, maybe, hopefully. I possibly. pray. Yeah, I pray, prayfully. Uh, and Jacob Toppin will never see the light of day again. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ, he's not an NBA player. I'm so sick of him looking like his fucking doofus-ass brother, walking around with his shit-ass braids, and fucking doing nothing but running... Guys. I don't give a fuck. Like, all he do is all he does is DHO and jump. Okay, I don't want to watch this man play NBA minutes ever again. Fuck. Well, you probably won't. So you got that going for you. Thank God. Nice. Um, send him back to Kentucky. He deserves it. Does he? Yes. Okay, take your word for it. Um, I, I just I, I don't know, man. I, I again, I'm just. I don't really have much to say about a game like this. Uh, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. Yo. 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 Uh, Hawkeye 420. Oh, I already said that. I already read that one. Uh, Hawkeye 420 says, I was very happy he finally pulled Brunson. I concur. Tron Carter. Knicks would have won if they had Charlie Brown Jr. Yes. That that probably. He actually took this three after they blew the whistle in the fourth quarter. That might have been the ugliest shot of the entire game somehow. It was like five feet over the rim, hit the opposite side of the backboard. It was something to behold, man. It was it was very impressive. Um, Josh Hart has the same IQ as a ball handler as Randall. Decision making is ass, and Tibbs never does shit about it. Uh, I, Josh Hart, some of the he had like one turnover today where he just forgot that Anthony Black was behind him. He had another where he like threw it across the court to Brunson when Franz was like right on him. Luckily Brunson was able to um, recover and, and actually get back, get the ball back. Um, he had another ridiculous turn. He had, I mean, he's just, he's, this is, but this is what it is. You're extending guys beyond what they're capable of, especially right now in excess. So you're going to see this stuff and it's what it is. Like it's a lot easier for Josh Hart to be good when he's playing 22 23 24 25 minutes a night versus when it's like hey you're starting at the three next to sims and fucking precious uh by the way the two guard is burks who can't move anymore really uh and uh go 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 make shit happen it, it's just asking way too much of him and i don't know I, I don't know what to say really about that but i agree josh hart very careless of the ball at times and i've been saying it all year like i do think tibbs has let go of the leash a little too much with him. Um, so, I don't know. Chris Bernard, the Knicks are down to full front court, and we suddenly down Brunson's right-hand man in DiVincenzo. This feels like the most injured Knicks team in forever. Thoughts, Tyrese? I mean, I can't think of a Knicks team that's been more injured than this. Especially when last year they had like really good injury health, and now this year it just kind of feels like everybody's missing time. Uh Maybe there's been more injured teams, but like since the Knicks were ass, I didn't really care as much. But like, yeah, 
this is probably the most injured Knicks team I can think of in a while. It's been it's it's been pretty brutal. Um, yeah, I, again, I just it is what it is. Uh, Hawkeye four twenty asks, do we have any updated timelines of all the injured dudes? What the hell happened to Boyan? I'm assuming Boyan. He had this right calf thing before they traded for him. He obviously played the first two games. They probably they might have just been uh, taking it taking it easy with him. I also feel like DiVincenzo and Hartenstein probably could have played tonight, but this did feel a little bit like a punt. Like this felt pretty close to a punt. Um, and Tibbs did his like best, ju- his best, he had his best attempt at like trying to force the, uh, like, like, Oh no, if we keep it close enough, then I can play Brunson the entire 48 minutes of this, like all 24 minutes of the second half, but they didn't. So he couldn't. So fine. Good shit. Um, but we don't have any updates yet. Just the last ones we heard, right? I don't. Even, when was the last one we heard on Randall? Was it just like when he that timeline first came out? Uh, I think it was, it was like he's improving and like he's getting better, and they'll say that they can like ramp it up soon. Yeah, yeah, ramp it up, buddy. Hit the ramp. We need we need big we need big thirty back. That's what I call him, by the way, big thirty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's Bouchard. Another night where Randall gave us nothing. Needs to step up. I agree. Come on. What are you doing here? Zero's the last nine games. is nuts. Yeah, he's got a... He's just giving us literally nothing right now. JL, who do you think is the first dead player back? Randall, Mitch, or OG? OG. I think Randall. Wow. I think Randall... I, dude, I think Randall wants to be back. I think Randall is like... Do you remember that stupid ass fucking thing Porzingis said when he was here? Where they asked him like, what, like something about it, like a nickname, and he was like, "Oh, like people call me like the lizard because I heal so fast." Which, like, <laughs> we were all like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Ironically, about? he got hurt again today. <laughs> yeah, like, I like what, what? Nobody calls you the lizard because you heal fast. That's never happened before. Um, but Randall might actually be the lizard. I'm gonna go with Randall. I think. I think it'll be him. Although it's nice for OG's injury. I guess both for Randall and OG, they can at least do like cardio, right? Like they did they that that shouldn't be a problem for them. Like they shouldn't be so out of shape. Whereas Mitch, Mitch probably might honestly like I don't mind if I don't see him until like the last three weeks of the season or something. Because he's gonna need he needs time to get back on the floor, build himself up. Like he had a pretty serious foot injury which i'm assuming would have kept him off the like off his feet for a little while uh definitely off the court for a while so um i'd imagine him back the the latest but yeah i think i think randall i don't know i i am i have i have faith in big 30 you know uh i do not um i think it'll probably be og we'll see. I, I don't i think he's attacking the rehab nicely i wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him until mid-march I'm thinking mid-March. This is OG? Uh, no, for Randall. I think OG probably comes back a little bit earlier. Like late February. Might be. It just might be. Um, let's see. I hope so. Hope you're right. Uh, <laughs> it's none of the above an option. It's probably the white dudes first. Uh, yes, Hawkeye. It is. Hartenstein will be better. Hartenstein and DiVincenzo... And Boyan. black. He is black. That's true. That's true. You got to. Sorry. I forgot that you 
you claim them. You claim him. Sorry. No, yeah. it's legitimately. I know he is. I know he is. Yes, I know. His dad is black, right? Yes. Um, But yeah, so those three should be back after the break. Like, I'm not really worried about them missing more time than what they've missed. I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if they're not already back. Uh, like, Hardenstein traveled with the team on these last two games. So you would think if he's traveling with the team, he's probably pretty close. Like, if he was not close at all, they would have just left him at home. And before the last game, the Houston game, I remember Popper had that tweet. You saw that tweet, right? Where he was like, oh, he's out here doing all his on-court work. I'd be surprised if he's not playing tonight. So I feel like this is one of those things where the front office just shuts a guy down. And they're like, yeah, he doesn't need to play tonight, Tibbs, actually. so, But he's going to travel with you. And we're going to make sure he does all his pregame work. Um Matt Anello again says Brunson putting up an efficient 30 after game game after game with this supporting cast insane what a player yeah I mean I took yeah he was he was the only person you could actually say this about was fantastic tonight on, on the team he was really good yeah um Brunson Brunson just does Brunson shit like he scores 30 and I'm not like surprised about it anymore um top 15 player according to the ringer um which is my number one trusted source for information basketball. Um, <laughs> I I love the ringer. The ringer is great, you know. Why are you pronouncing it? Why are you pronouncing the G so precisely? The ringer. Yeah, the ringer. The ringer. All right, we get it. Do you think? Uh, do you like? Do you think? <laughs> Who's the guy that punched somebody today? Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Oh, why is this guy just? Is he just like? Oh, he's always angry. He's always fighting people. It's not. He's what he's what the liberal media thinks Draymond is. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Stewart is a way way bigger hazard to oh, the, NBA superstardom than the, fucking... fun, the funniest thing about this was. Um, the guy he punched Drew Eubanks. Why are you punching Drew? Eubanks? All people, Drew Eubanks. <laughs> what did Drew Eubanks do to catch a fate? There's no way. Yeah, there's no way Drew Eubanks actually did something. Like, it's just no way I believe that at all. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh Drew Eubanks. Uh, this fucking guy. I'm sick of him. That's literally Drew Eubanks, bro. Yeah, I fucking hate that guy. All right, <laughs> whatever you say, Chief. In the fucking tunnel, Lola. So, like, they had to meet up in the back. <laughs> and then somebody threw fucking... He it's just like, started throwing fists. That's, that shit's like West Side Story, man. It's like the sharks and the jets back there. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet, you're... <laughs> <sighs> Neo Schmidt, thank you guys for showing up tonight like Pressures of Brunson. Anything for you, bud? Anything? Well, I, had, you? I had nothing else planned today, so yeah, just uh, just you and your I, right I hand. Just, huh? I just I just wanted to be with Schwinn. You know, I, I love <laughs> spending time with Schwinn. I love enjoy <laughs> my oh, my yeah. pride and joy, my baby boy Schwinn. <laughs> Literally older than him, I like a lot. Uh, <laughs> he said on the pod, Tim doesn't love these with how Brooks. He served him. I don't think he ever loved IQ with how quickly Hart you served him. I don't know. The quickly Hart thing is a little different, though. He actually was, he actually had quickly as the first guy off the bench pretty much all through last season, even after the Hart trade. Um, 
I think this year bringing DiVincenzo and just how he viewed DiVincenzo and quickly as like they both can only play the one or two. I'll never play either of them at the three. Um, I think that basically had him trying to find a way to keep both of them happy with minutes, which obviously didn't work. And like, look, I, I don't disagree. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he ever fully cared for or about quickly, which again, that's his prerogative. Um, I don't, I don't know that it had so much to do with Josh Hart though. I, I, I don't know about that. I think it had more to do with like accumulation of similar sized players and Tibbs brain being like, what is playing small? I can't do that. Um, so yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, you, you might not be wrong though. That's for sure. <laughs> Chris Bernard can do have some balls as a ball handler. He stands there with the ball, waits eight seconds, fakes the drive, then pulls it back, takes a pull up jump there. That sounds like a shotgun. Yeah, Deuce tonight was really disappointing to me. Um, he started off so well, too, right? Like he hits a three, then he has that monster dunk, which I mean, not, not a monster dunk, I guess, monster dunk attempt, which I still ridiculous that that was not called a flagrant. I, I don't know how that's not a flagrant. He did not come close to making a play on the ball. The guy is completely airborne. I, like he, he's that's a that's the definition of a dangerous play. Um, but he he just didn't do anything after that. I, I there were multiple plays in the second quarter. Gets into the paint, and it's like, dude, you have an opening to shoot. And instead, he swings it out to Jacob Toppin, and then another time to Josh Hart. And it's like that's just that's not good. Like if that's Burks, fine. If that's Bogey, fine. If that's Brunson, great. If that's fucking DiVincenzo, phenomenal. Like if there's any number of players in this team that he could swing that ball to and we would be like, oh, that's a good play. Unfortunately for him, almost none of those players tonight was active and on the floor with him ever. And in those instances, he did not pass two players who even were capable of shooting. So I don't know. He's got hit like, and this is, I mean, say whatever you will about Tibbs, but like this is fundamentally like he wants his point guard to look to score. That's what he wants. And that is why he will play Burks at point guard over Deuce because he knows if he tells Burks run, pick and roll, look to score, Burks will do it. Burks has no problem doing it. I mean, it might be a problem for all of us because we're all going to have to watch it, but like Burks will have no problem doing it. Deuce won't do it. He like he took two shots. Once Brunson went out of the game in the fourth quarter, pretty sure he took two shots. And one of them was a total, like, it was like the last possession of the game. It was just nothing. Um, he took 10 shots for the entire game tonight, if I remember correctly. That's just not good enough, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you, this is a night, I, I, I will never get it. This is like the night where Tom Thibodeau cannot, he cannot possibly bench you he cannot possibly cut your minutes he cannot really even tell you to stop shooting shoot the fucking ball shoot the ball shoot the fucking ball that is all i ask i really don't think it should be that hard um tyrese See, but that would mean that deuce would have to not play like a coward and you know Ty- he still struggles with that tyrese i want you to do me a favor but i want you to go to the play-by-play for the Pacers and Raptors game and check out the last shot of the game. I want you to do that for me. All right. Thanks. No fucking way. And then I want to hear your reaction to it. No fucking way. Please don't tell me it was that fucking troglodyte RJ Barrett that hit a fucking game winner or something like that. 
Wait, wait, last play of the game. Um, but uh, yeah, look. <laughs> I you would enjoy that. I thought you would enjoy that. Uh, but Sergeant, get the fuck out of my face, bro. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, look, Deuce, Deuce is what it is. He's he's clearly not ready yet to to consistently be called upon to run pick and rolls and look to create offense for himself and therefore be able to create for others. So that's what he is right now. Uh, the Knicks gave him a three-year contract after, three years after this. I think there's a chance he can develop into being more, but for now, that's what he is. That is what he is. He seems to be a capable three-point shooter off the catch um, and a pretty good defender who can sometimes run like two pick and rolls in a game. That's what he is for now. Maybe he'll become more. We will see. Um, Larry, John Larry says, any worry about falling to 68 or among the playing team is still really early. No. I don't really, yeah, I'm not oh, worried about God. it. I'm not worried about it. And also, like, I don't think falling to the six, six – I don't think falling to the six or the seven – like, seven would be bad only because you have to play a play-in games. But if you're assuming you won the play-in games so you were the seven seed, I don't really think being the six or the seven is that bad. Because you're gonna play the you're gonna play the, the two or the three, you're right? Gonna play so the Cavs or you're gonna play Milwaukee, right? So I don't and see a problem with that. Both. And 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 you would still avoid Boston until the conference finals. Yeah. So like, you can argue you could argue that the six seed is better than the four seed. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think the Knicks will end up with three because God knows what the fuck Doc Rivers is doing in that fucking franchise. But like. Right now the Knicks are four. They're like what a game and a half back, or two games back of um the third seed. Like once they're healthy, I think they end up getting it. So, yeah. Uh, Ray Rod, this is bad, but they're missing big pieces. I agree. Deuce played horrible. You are correct. Matt Anello says Deuce still not comfortable probing the lane with a defender behind him or on his hip. Needs major improvement there. That's for sure. I mean, and look, like that can take guards a while. It's just disappointing because, like, he's this is his third season. You wish he had progressed further. And there are times where you see his ability to do it, but doing it consistently versus showing flashes, I mean, that's the difference, right? So that's the difference between being what he is versus being a consistent rotation player. That's really the margin for him. And if he can't make that next step, then this is really what he'll top out as, which is, look, he'll, if he tops out as this, guess what? He's already banked $13 million, so good for him. Like, he's already set up really for for most like pretty well here um he'll probably stay in the league for a little while even after that contract so he'll be fine but yeah you would hope that that he would um pick it up uh i'll let you read this one tyrese diva's black too when he's when his jersey's untucked yes (laughs) it's like a fucking it's like super saiyan like he's not black until the jersey's untucked and he's hit at least three threes he's he has prerequisites to be black. <laughs> okay, if he's hit three threes and his jersey's untucked, then you know what? Dante DiVincenzo nigga, like for sure. <laughs> but if he's like 5 of 14, get that shit out of here. You're a white man. You're from the mountain of Caucasus. You're from fucking Delaware. He is from Delaware. That is that is. But, the, know, but when he's cooking, way. he's from Atlanta. <laughs> uh, Detroit cut him so we can sign him to take over for Taj. 
Who's this about? Is this, is this... Isaiah Stewart? Isaiah <laughs> Stewart. That they should. That'd be funny. Uh, Lucky Ducky. Do you think part of getting of IQ not getting playing time this season is he was told by the front office he was going to get traded? No, I, I don't. I think that he. I, I think Tibbs said it. Like he, I mean, cats. Cats said it right. Like that Tibbs basically had these guys in separate pots. So like IQ and. Even Chenzo could play the one or the two, but they couldn't play the three or the four, obviously, for sure. Um, and so Brunson takes up however many minutes. He also didn't like Grimes as a three. So Grimes basically could only play the two. So it was just a lot of minutes crunch in, in Tibbs' world. And I think that's all it was, honestly. I don't I don't think it was much more than that. Um, and 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 I will say, like, once the front office sees that though they were probably like, okay, well, if this is how he's going to use this guy, then we need to trade him because this is the highest his value is going to be for us. Um, and they did, and they, I mean, they made a good trade. We just, you wouldn't know it watching the last three games because uh, OG hasn't played and we lost all of them, which sucks. Um, Tron Carter, what have the Raptors, what have the Raptors done to my baby boy, Emmanuel? Emmanuel quickly just got his chain snapped by purchase the Chua. That's really all that happened. You know, sometimes a guy takes your number and then takes your aura along with it. And there isn't any response. I just kind of feel like Emmanuel quickly just, he doesn't have the same kind of je ne sais quoi, unfortunately. That's what happens when you go to fucking Canada. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. He'll be all right. Uh, he just needs time, and they need to get a new coach. He's just Javon Carter with braids. It's okay. All right, that's enough of that. Um, I don't even remember his time in New York. Truly. Okay. What is uh, the enough? This bit is so stupid. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> they need to get a new coach. That's what they that team needs more than probably anything, and probably and a new not, point guard, and probably not to commit to Scotty Barnes as their franchise player. That probably go along. They should commit to RJ Barrett as their franchise player. They should commit to none of these guys as a franchise player. Probably hey, be, I, uh, I think you should commit to Ochai Akwaji. I think he's pretty solid. Um, Build the franchise by Kelly Olenek. You traded a first for him, right? They will try. They will try <laughs> to build a, a one around Kelly Olenek. Bruce Brown! Are you done you, now? Okay, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> am i only one who feels optimistic that randall's playing first game from asb even on a minutes restriction i take it i don't think it's insane i'll throw that out there i don't think it's insane i don't think he will i still suspect that it's probably i i i would be i think like him and og are going to come back almost at the same time that's what i think that that would be that would be fun um it'd be winning time um, not unlike the show that got canceled by HBO, but it would be. What was cool. Randall's timeline when he got? What was, this, what was the timeline? Uh, it was two to three weeks to be reevaluated. I'm not sure about the timeline though. I mean, he got hurt this upcoming Saturday. Should be three weeks, but I think two to three weeks was after they like started to examine him. So I'm assuming like after the All Star break, they'll probably just like give a give an update. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it. What did they say? It was a dislocated shoulder, right? Yeah, dislocated shoulder. 
So isn't that normally something like that's like 12 weeks? No. I mean, if... I mean, honestly, it's like, if it's not like a tier of the labor, it should be like a month, realistically, of like PT. But I'm not a doctor, so. I mean, I'll take it. That'd be good. Maybe there's somebody, maybe is there a doctor in the in the comments? Let us know. I mean, I mean Kevin, Kev. Kev said it would be a month. I trust Kev. There you go. Connor Pearson Ward is Raptors fan who watches you guys because of the trade lay off my team. LOL. <laughs> I just think your coach sucks. And I think Scotty Barnes is really mature. But that's I, I, actually... think, I think Masai Jerry is a fraud. I think Bobby Webster is a shame. Um, I think MSLE is a horrible ownership group. I mean, there's nothing good going on with the Raptors except for Archie. <laughs> Here we go. JL says Steph missed 11 games or something like last year with a dislocated shoulder. That's a good sign. Randall's definitely bigger, bigger dude and stuff. If, it's, if he comes out of all-star break, like Willie's Reed coming out the tunnel, how will that make you feel? Oh, it would be nothing like that because we won't be in the NBA finals. So. I mean, to be fair, you saw Willie's Reed come out the tunnel, right? You were like in your 20s? Yes, I was in my 20s uh, back in 1973. You got me. 1970, yep. I guess, actually. Yep. Uh, mixtape, Paolo joined Tyrese Halliburton on the list of losers tonight. A lot of losers named Tyrese, you know? Can't deny that. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. Paolo was just, he was annoying tonight, but it's, he was more, it was really mostly annoying because you're like, this is annoying because we don't even have our good team and you're doing this and there's nothing we can do about this. But if we had our good team, there's so many things we could do about this, but we can't do any of it because we don't have the good team with us with today. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. I agree. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that it was time to show them who we are and send the fans home, Moncaro Knicks fans. Great job, Paolo. Congrats on showing Jericho Sims levels. Um, <laughs> congratulations. You did it. You, you really taught Todd Gibson. <laughs> yeah, you taught Todd Gibson lots of Todd just Charlie just Brown Jr. is never going to forget this. Todd, Todd Gibson was out there showboating. Uh, <laughs> JL Randall isn't a sissy either. He will play even if he's not feeling 100%. I mean, that is the great and also the sometimes bad thing about Julius. But yes, I agree that if he is healthy and ready to go in any capacity, even if it means like playing at 70%, he probably will do it. Um, so, yeah. I don't mind Randall taking his time. We can avoid whatever the fuck was his performance first. Okay, look, those, those, <laughs> the games he comes back after injury, like just don't care about the stat line. Truthfully, don't care about the stat line. You got it. This is, but and this is always his thing because he even talks about this. Like he sucks after All Star break. Like right after All Star break, he always sucks. Yeah, the first game after All Star break, except for last year for whatever fucking reason. Like the first game after All Star break, he usually throws up a stinker. But then last year it was he played the Wizards and then Kyle Kuzma like too small them. Yeah, that's when Kyle Kuzma too small them and he dropped forty six. Yeah, that was a wild game. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind him taking his time, but I also feel like. You come out of the break and it's like, it's a fucking sprint to the end of the season. So, I think I think he'll probably be back sooner, as soon as he can. Really, as soon as he can. And also, like to be, to be honest, like I'm sure that he sees like, holy shit, like this is like quite literally no help right now. What Brunson had to play with tonight, that's what no help is. Like that's actually what no help is. It's not all the times like respect, precious. 
Yeah, it's it's like it's not the times you know when like uh, LeBron loses in the finals and we have to hear about how actually everybody in his team sucks and they need to make trades even though he's already had them trade everything they possibly can. Respect your players. He's not going to be in that. You're delusional if you think that. Uh, Jason Arvalo, Paolo Quivers, and he sees Dejounte Murray. Fuck out of here. I mean, that is true. That is true. That happened. True. People thought Dejounte Murray was a shooter. Now he's shooting fucking thirty five percent from three. What a great, great fucking. Did you see their loss tonight? Yeah, they lost to the Hornets. <laughs> they didn't lose. They got smoked. Oh my god, that team's a mess, smoked. dude. They lost by more to the Hornets today than we did to the Magic. And look at who they played tonight. They okay, played. I, I mean, they, they played everybody. They have to trade Trey. Like nobody wants Dejounte Murray, and people were like, uh, "Okay." I guess in fairness to them, they didn't have Capella or Okongwu, but who I mean, gives a fuck? Yeah, dude, you put playing... up ninety nine. You put ninety nine points on the Hornets. Like, come on, dude! Come like, on. It's the Hornets. And they're playing Grant Williams. Like, he's I good mean... now. He's good now because he's not playing with uh, Puka Puka anymore. Puka. Yep. I I mean, look, I have thought this about the Hawks for three years now. Like, it, it's time. It's, you know what else it's time for uh, is Sean Marks to get a new fucking job. That's another thing it's time for. You see their box score today? Uh, oh, dude, I don't know what they're trying to do. This is so. This is really funny though. If you just look at their box score, right? I'm just looking at it now. They had two guys in an NBA game. They had two guys scoring double digits. Mikal Bridges, four of twelve for ten points. The other was Trendon Watford, five of seven for fifteen points. These are the rest of their point totals for guys who are like consistently in their rotation. All right. And by the way, they played everybody tonight. Dorian Finney-Smith, four points. Nick Claxton, six points. Schroeder, four points. Cam Thomas, five points. Uh, Jalen Wilson, four points. Cam Johnson, four points. Dayron Sharp, seven points. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., seven points. That's guys that are in the rotation. Like Lonnie Walker has not actually been playing the last couple of games. He scored four. I mean, this that, that team just I, – I, I don't get what they're doing either. God knows. But, but they hey, want their picks back from the fucking Rockets. But, hey, anytime you can demand, uh, you know, a KD haul for, for McCall Bridges, you got to do it. It's actually everybody else that's being unreasonable when you think about it, you know? I, I – them and the Hawks just feel like some of the worst run franchises in the league right now. Like I don't know what the Hawks were smoking when they decided to trade three first round picks, two unprotected, and a pick swap for Dejounte Murray. And now they're like, "Oh, we want to trade Dejounte Murray two years after the fact, but like he's not good, and the league knows he's not good, and he can't play next to high usage. So you have to find the guy. Like you have to find the team." That somehow wants a non-shooting point guard who can't play next to high usage and would have to be the third best player on the team. Like it it makes no sense. It boggles the mind. Ugh. Yeah. I fucking hate yep. Dante Murray. Whatever. Um Yeah, I he's just so not an appealing player in so many ways. Shout out to Kyle Kuzma for wanting to build something in Washington. They're going to be great in 10 to 25 years. <laughs> oh, Kyle Kuzma has a ring and he's got he's chilling. Yeah, like, he's, he's good. I, I don't like, I actually 
get where he's coming from. He's probably just like, dude, I don't want to be traded midseason. I don't want to deal with this midseason. Uh, if I have the option, I'd like to stay here for now, and we can revisit this later in life, um, which is probably what they'll end up doing anyway. Yeah, like he can ring chase again when he's like in his late 30s or whatever, but like for now, you might as well just get your buckets. Yeah, maybe he's probably just having fun. He's like, this is great. I get to score however many I want. There's no pressure. Nobody cares about this team. He goes on to Winnie Harlow, bro. Like he's living a life. Ace Bouchard, no team has fell off harder from where they were in 2021 than the Hawks. Yeah. Um, they also were like their pick situation hasn't changed either, so they're still pick depleted, which like really sucks for them. Like so. they have picks this year, but they're gonna be the luxury tax if they keep those picks. Like I can't think of a team in a worse situation. It's like they're expensive and they're bad and they have multi-year contracts that are horrid. With you. Um yeah, their their cap situation is pretty bad. Which is why they're trying to trade DeJounte for like expiring salary, but they somehow want value on top of it. It makes no sense. It makes literally no sense to me. Legitimately, they should have taken the Delo deal. Like Delo makes a lot more sense on that team. I would have done that deal even without Austin Reeves. I don't think I. I, yeah. I would have done that deal. It was fine. Yeah, but like, le- legitimately, like there are what around twenty. 20 point guards in the league better than fucking DeJounte Murray. Like it's it's nasty. Uh do you all think the Wolves try to get Trey from the Hawks, potentially swing Cat in a three-team deal somewhere else? Why? Why would they trade Cat? His contract. Yeah, but I don't think they I don't think they want to trade Cat right now. Plus, if you trade in Cat, Trey isn't much better. Trey's gonna get like a massive, massive Yeah, but Trey will make their offense actually good. True. So, like, because they, I mean, the thing is, they're not going to try to. Well, Ant. like, what are the Hawks going to do? They're not going to try to Ant. Gobert's not. He he matters more to them than he does to any other team, and they gave up so much for him. I can't see them trading him. Jaden McDaniels, they just paid. I think they probably love him. I can't see them trading him. I think Cat is the guy you would trade, but you have to see how the maybe maybe Cat goes to the playoffs. He's fucking awesome, and they dominate and they make a Western Conference Finals or something. Like, who knows? But. I don't even think they got the first round, dude. I don't know, dude. If they fucking play the Clippers, they'll smoke the Clippers. They will no, smoke they won't. They're a terrible matchup for the Clippers. The Clippers it's... cannot beat them. They can't beat them. They've smoked them both times they played this year. Oh, my... They just fucking kicked their ass last night. Did you watch that game? Did you watch it? No. Okay. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to fucking bet against playoff Kawhi. I'm sorry. All right, I will bet against against playoff Harden. That's what I'll do. I'll bet against playoff Harden. I'll bet against playoff pissing P. Um, I will I will bet against uh, all that because I think they have zero size. They have zero <laughs> size. Their size is fucking Ivacha. What is it? What's his first name? Ivica. Ivica Zubac, who's fucking awful, um, and Daniel Tice, who couldn't get minutes over Isaiah Jackson, who honestly. I've watched randomly more in the last two weeks than I have in his entire career and consistently might make the stupidest decisions on defense when going to attempt shot blocks than anybody I've ever seen in the NBA. Um, that's what he couldn't get minutes over. And uh, Miles Plum is it Miles? Which do they have Mason? Is that who they have? Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley, who is a Plumley. Like that's their front court. <laughs> I think the Clippers match up well with a lot of teams. I just think that's a terrible matchup for them. That specifically is a terrible matchup for them, especially because Jaden McDaniels, 
and Anthony Edwards are so athletic. Like that, that is a nightmare matchup for them. Uh, but like, my thing is, if they get like the Mavericks, the Mavericks are smoking them. Like, the Mavericks would smoke them. I think the Lakers. The Mavericks would smoke, would smoke the 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 Timberwolves. Yes. I don't know about that. I I think the Timberwolves are one of the more fraudulent first seeds I've seen in a long time. I they've beaten a lot of good teams. I don't trust their offense. I don't trust their offense either, but I don't think the Mavericks are like a team that I'm like, oh my god, how could they ever beat the Mavericks? I I, I I'm gonna need to see their I think their offense is gonna be even worse in the playoffs, and then I don't know how you recover from that. That's kind of been my thing with the Timberwolves. It's that oh, offense I, needs to be like significantly better than it is now, and it's not, and they don't have any pathway to really make it significantly better. Well, their pathway is Ant taking a leap, which is possible. Yeah. Which is possible. I mean, I'm talking about for this season. It's possible he takes a leap in season. That happens all the time. Uh, Players take leaps in season. I mean, fair, but like... And he's young. It's like it's not even different if he was like 27. Then I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Okay, fair, but I don't know. I just... I'm, I'm skeptical. This is a crazy reach, but I'll read it. Hawkeye 420, Clippers suck versus size. Pause. Uh, uh, wild. That's wild. <laughs> Lucky Ducky, the real frauds in the West is OKC. OKC is going to go to the worst in conference finals. No, they're not. They don't have size. They will get the shit. Like, they will get the shit beat out of them by a team. They got, they got fucking okay. bullied. They got bullied. They got bullied like five days ago by Daniel Gafford. That was a real thing that I saw. Okay, but if they get, that. if, all right, assuming the West standards hold, it'd be them versus the Clippers. And I think they beat the Clippers. I will take the Clippers in that matchup. Even with playoff Kawhi, I would take I would take OKC. Okay, so How are you like? Oh, I playoff Kawhi. I could never pick against him, but now you're like, oh my god, OKC. Okay, so I have to pick. OKC. I just think OKC okay, is like you just not, you're, they lack size, but they're gonna go. They're gonna be against teams that lack size, and the only team that really has like size to that degree would be the Nuggets, who they completely avoid into the finals, the Western Conference Finals, and then like the Timberwolves. So you're like. Uh... I mean, SGA is there. That's good for them. Um, I don't Jaylen, know. Jalen Williams. I just, I their team is Chad. super young. Their team is super. Their young. team is super young, but like the fact that they're young good. teams don't win in the playoffs. That's a pretty strong rule of thumb that has borne out over the course of NBA history. I'll roll with that. Um. All right. Do we do we need to talk about anything else? Is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh. The fact that fucking Desmond Bain is the 39th, the 42nd ranked player on the top 100 for the ringer, and he's somehow above Julius Randle. That makes no sense to me. Uh, I guess we can why is Desmond Bain getting gassed, dude? I, I don't know. Uh, All right, that's it, it. It's, it's a ringer. <laughs> I'll, we'll finish with this. Uh, Hawkeye 420. All right, jokes aside, I'm very concerned about the timeline regarding our health, but we actually have the whole team back to time to get hot for the playoffs. Like, should we not be worried about seeding soon? Two more weeks of this basketball is kind of scary. I I don't know. I'm not that scared. I guess maybe I'm just maybe I'm just such a man that I don't even know fear. Um, alpha male. Yeah, I'm an alpha male. How did you know? I'm very. Everybody says that about me. Everybody that's seen me is <laughs> like, "Wow, you're such a presence in the room." Uh, we played the Sixers. 
next Thursday, Embiid will be out for that. We should have a relatively healthy team. That is a game the Knicks need to win, basically. That's how I'd phrase that. They have to win that game. Then they get the Celtics on that Saturday. Uh, Pistons. This That stretch after the Pistons game is pretty rough, to be honest. They play uh, home against the Pelicans, home against the Warriors, who have now suddenly decided to be good at basketball again, which is annoying. Because Draymond came back. Um, yeah, but even earlier in the year when they had Draymond, they were pissing away some of these type of games, but now they're winning. And then they go to Cleveland. Uh, actually, we play the Magic once more, by the way. Wow, okay. Get to it Cleveland. back in blood. Yeah, to Cleveland, uh, Hawks at home, and then Magic at home. Like that's the first six games after, or eight games after the break. So it's Sixers at or six, away to Philly, home to Boston, home to Detroit, home to New Orleans, home to, to the Warriors, at Cavs, home to the Hawks, home to the Magic. They need to go like five and three, six and two in that stretch. That would probably make you feel a lot better, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, that's what I would say. Uh, and I think they will. I think they'll be fine. I I really think. I really think not having Hartenstein on top of losing DiVincenzo as well, like, and, and I don't know that it, it feels like people are forgetting some of this stretch, like how it worked out for us leading into this. So, you know, you go back to that. He gets, so Brunson gets hurt in that Grizzlies game, right? And they win that. They lose to the Mavericks without Brunson. He plays the Pacers game. Hartenstein leaves that game at halftime. And I think that was like a two or three point game at halftime. They smoke us in that quarter. We should have beaten the Rockets. That was, I mean, we don't need to relive that game ever again. Uh, and then tonight, they, I mean, tonight they had nobody really, right? It was just Brunson and a bunch of dudes. So, like, they haven't had Hartenstein and Brunson and like some reasonable set of supporting guys. And that Pacers game was crazy because they didn't have Burks or Bogdanovich for that, right? Or no, that they did have him for that game. They didn't have him for the Mavericks game. But they were super depleted for that Mavericks game. Um, and they've just been racking up minutes. This guy's this team team gets a week off. I think they're in good position. I think they'll be okay. Um, good question, though. And feel free to worry because this is the Knicks after all. All right, Tyrese, anything you want to say before we get out of here? No. Awesome. All right. Thanks to everybody that rocked with us. Rocked with us in the chat. Hope everybody enjoys their all-star break. Uh, Pod Strickland will be dropping on Friday, and I should be recording a Strick and Roll on Friday, which hopefully will come out over the weekend for you guys. So uh, keep on the lookout for that. Aside from that, I don't think there's too much. Uh, check out all the other work at Strickland, obviously. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Ben Online. Uh, we all know this wouldn't be possible without you. And again, honestly, again, thanks to everybody that was in the chat tonight. Really appreciate you guys uh, coming out and uh, giving us support. So I uh, hope everybody enjoys their eight free days of no basketball that actually matters. Uh, enjoy that. Go do what you do with that time. And we will see you back here next Thursday uh, for the postgame after the Knicks defeat the Sixers and end this disgusting three game losing streak. Four game. Uh, four game? No, it's four three games. games. It's oh, four games. games. I don't count the Mavericks game. That doesn't count because we didn't have anybody. Fuck that. Um, all right. Until then, peace.
Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.